0: I'm Dr. Ward Bond, and I welcome you to Life-Changing Wellness, Episode 40. Today, we talk about the importance of nutrition in cancer care, Part 1. And this is definitely a don't-miss Life-Changing Episode. This is Dr. Ward Bond's Life-Changing Wellness.
1: Life-Changing Wellness.
0: Here's Dr. Ward Bond. Well, before we begin today, if you could just do me a favor, please head over to iTunes after the interview with my guest today, rate and review the show for me, and I thank you ahead of time for making our show great. And I encourage you to look up my show page on RadioMD.com slash Dr. Bond. Well, my guest today is Susan Bratton. Susan left Wall Street and started Saver Health. After losing a close friend to a brain tumor and through that experience becoming aware of the vital unmet nutritional needs of people with cancer. Struck by the fact that her friend was told nutrition doesn't matter and eat whatever you want. She created Saver Health, a provider of personalized and practical nutrition solutions for cancer patients, their caregivers and health enterprises. And Susan is an outspoken and tireless advocate for cancer patients receiving proper nutrition and nutrition support before, during, and after treatment. She strongly believes that the U.S. healthcare system requires new innovation to transform it into a more holistic and integrative system of care For the benefit of the whole patient and as part of this her goal is for nutrition to be an integral component of the integrated cancer care delivery system so ladies and gentlemen it's time to learn the truth about how we need nutritional treatment for a cancer patient and let's welcome the voice of this very powerful movement susan bratton welcome to the show susan
1: Thank you so much, Dr. Bond. I'm thrilled to be a part of it. Can't well, wait to talk to you.
0: Well, I am ready to to really jump into this subject because uh, I talk to many cancer patients every month. But I want to know, where did the inspiration to start Saver Health come from?
1: The inspiration came, um, as as you had mentioned, I lost a very close friend, my friend Eric, uh, to a brain tumor. He had a glioblastoma, which is the uh, the type of tumor that um, is it's a pretty aggressive type of brain cancer. And Eric was told that Eric had terrible nutritional issues. He was malnourished, lost a lot of weight, terribly painful mouth sores. And he and his family were looking for what could they do nutritionally. And they asked, this medical team and the medical team said, you know what, eat whatever you want. Nutrition doesn't matter. And that really struck me as odd. Um, as a lifelong vegetarian and a believer in nutrition, it just didn't sit right with me. But I was also a healthcare investment banker. So I worked in the healthcare system for 20 years and I knew that evidence-based literature is how medicine is practiced. So I went to the evidence and did a deep dive and read, I don't know, probably 400 peer-reviewed journal articles all about nutrition in cancer patients and, and many other things as well, because of course, when you start diving into those articles, it's, it's like following the breadcrumbs. You have to read every other article that looks interesting. But I, I walked away uh, with a number of, of, of conclusions and probably the most important of which is just Nutrition does matter, and there's really good evidence that shows that it does matter. And I said, you know, if if somebody like my friend Eric, who's sitting in a city like New York City, can't get access to safe, evidence-based nutritional resources and support, then there are people all over this country, if not this world, that are struggling with the same issues that he and his his family struggled with. And I want to help them get access to safe, evidence-based, and very practical um nutrition solutions that are personalized to their needs. And so um, I left my job on Wall Street and I started Savor Health.
0: Well, let me ask you something, because you went through, like you said, 400 pieces of evidence-based research. Did you find it really odd that the evidence was there that nutrition is so vital for not only our health, but for cancer patients, but then to come across doctors who completely throw it out the window?
1: Well, I thought that was really odd and and I actually looked into it and said, you know, this doesn't make any sense because now I have the evidence and it it does matter and there's really good studies that show it does matter. So what's the problem here? And the biggest problem is nutrition. There are two problems. Nutrition is not taught in medical school for the most part. I mean, there are certain programs that do have a little bit of nutrition, mainly around metabolic syndrome. Um but by and large, it's just not taught. And so doctors aren't armed with the evidence-based literature at their fingertips because they didn't get it in medical school. So that's problem number one. And problem number two is the healthcare system, the payment system does not pay for nutritional counseling and nutritional interventions. And so there's no structure in place in the healthcare delivery system to actually get this paid for uh, for the most part. I mean, there are certain payers in in different states, you might find it a one-off situation where uh, nutritional counseling is covered, but by and large, it's not. And there's no Medicare code for it, for straight just a, a cancer diagnosis. You'd have to have some other diagnosis tied to it like a kidney disease um, or diabetes.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like you have to fall into the particular medical code or the insurance codes just to get coverage. Because I get people asking me all the time, is there any insurance companies out there that will recognize natural health or cover natural health therapies for particular conditions? And I'm, I'm on your side here, Susan, because, you know, cancer scares everybody. Nobody wants to get it. And if you do get it, You have two treatments, chemo and radiation, and if those fail, then guess what? You get to be put on the list for experimental drugs, but you've got to fail at the first two to get there. But everybody continues to throw out the window here that nutrition's not important, but the evidence says that it is. And we need to stop ignoring the very foods that we need to choose to put on our plate. And you, being vegan, know that very well. That uh, you know, just the en- enzyme activity in natural fruits and vegetables have a profound healing effect upon the human body.
1: Yes, absolutely. And um, you know, the other thing I, I neglected to mention, but I think it's worth um, your your listeners hearing, and that is the prevalence of nutritional issues in cancer patients. So you might be on the phone and and um, or you might be on the radio thinking, well, you know. Maybe it was just the fact that he had a brain tumor. In fact, up to 80% of cancer patients experience nutritional issues, and malnutrition is the number two secondary diagnosis in cancer patients, and a third of all cancer deaths are due to severe malnutrition. So not only did the evidence show that it matters if you address the nutritional issues, um, it's just a very common problem. So if you develop cancer... You're most likely going to have a nutritional issue. I mean, up to eighty percent of patients do. So it it really um, impacts almost almost uh, the, certainly the majority of patients.
0: Well, you know, it's amazing because you know we we look at you know from my view, I look at nutrition. How can nutrition uh, improve the health of the cancer patient? And you know, you bring up something very important that I guess a lot of people never realize is that a lot of cancer patients do die of malnutrition and it's not only because they are not receiving proper nutrition, but be, but because through the process of angiogenesis, where cancer cells can form their own blood supply, they're robbing healthy cells of the nutrients that the patient actually needs, and, you know, that's just another area that needs to be focused on, but in your view, uh, and let's, let's you may need to break this down for myself and also the listeners out there. Why is nutrition so important for cancer patients from the point of view of treating their cancer, but also offsetting side effects?
1: Sure. So um, a couple of things. So there's evidence that shows that poor nutrition impacts the response to treatment, to treatment adherence. Uh, poor nutrition, uh, patients who are malnourished have higher rates of uh, toxicity and complication rates. And all of those impact how well the treatment works. So it matters because uh, poor nutrition impacts whether or not your treatment works, number one. And number two is um cancer treatment and cancer itself causes nutrition impact symptoms or nutrition side effects. So Certain chemotherapies, for example, cause mouth sores and difficulty swallowing. That's going to lead to malnutrition because it's painful for the patient to eat. Or you have nutrition related side effects like diarrhea, constipation. You know, that too has, uh, those two also bring their own set of issues as well. So it's not just about response to treatment. It's also about managing those side effects. And yet there are things you can do nutritionally. To manage diarrhea and constipation, to manage mouth sores and difficulty swallowing. You actually, we actually have the tools in our hands in the nutrition world that can actually help manage those side effects. And that's really what we do at Sabre Health is we look at the patient. We say, okay, what is your unique profile? And then we help manage uh, your symptoms and help get you the right amount of calories and nutrients based on your unique needs. And it's, but it's all within you know, I think it's it's within our control. It's just knowing what to do. Does so that another, answer your question?
0: Oh well, yeah, because you know, uh, you know, let's say, um, you know, I, I know, I've had two people that I've known, and both of those people were actually best friends, in which they died of glioblastoma, which is you know, like you said, a very aggressive brain cancer. Uh, let's you know, for example, you know, if you got people with glioblastoma. Yeah, people with. Uh, uh, women with breast cancer, uh, maybe even leukemia, and all of the treatments will be completely different uh, concerning those particular cancers. How different will the nutritional programs be for those people with those types of cancers?
1: Great question. So when I first started the company, I thought, okay, there's going to be a breast cancer diet, there's going to be a prostate cancer diet, there's going to be a glioblastoma diet. And the fact of the matter is it's more... Um, it's actually even more personalized than that because you can have... Because we're all unique. Uh, I like to use the snowflake analogy. We're all as unique as a, as a snowflake and every snowflake is different. Every person is different. We have a genetic makeup. We have different underlying comorbid medical conditions. We're on different medications. We have different eating preferences and food allergies. So we have to look at the individual patients and you could take two patients uh, for uh, that are being treated for breast cancer with the same therapy and they could actually have a different side effect profile. So as you think about the the prescribing labels on chemotherapy, you'll see in one instance, 70% of the people have nausea and vomiting and 40% have mouth sores. But one person could be the 70% that that has the nausea and vomiting and the other patient could be the 30% that has the mouse source, you have to look at those two patients very differently. And so what is more important is a fundamental underlying kind of healthy diet. And I'm going to use the principles of the Mediterranean diet, so lean, proteins, fruits, vegetables, whole grains. And then you modify that diet um, to accommodate uh, for differences in, in caloric needs. And also differences in nutrient needs, and differences in um, in the side effect profile of the patient as well. And obviously, the other things that I mentioned—what medications they're on, eating preferences, food allergies—that as well. So it's really um, important to focus on each patient as an individual, um, because everyone's needs are going to be different. And what's also interesting—and you'll understand this as a physician—as patients move through. Uh, the treatment journey from diagnosis into treatment and different types of treatment and then into recovery and ultimately survivorship, those needs are going to be different at each point along the way too. So a, a, a comprehensive nutrition approach or approach to nutrition also needs to be dynamic in nature to accommodate for different sorts of treatments, different points in that cancer journey.
0: Wow, your my mind, my mind is actually swirling right now because I'm trying to comprehend the magnitude of what your company Saver Health is actually doing and I'm really I'm really hoping and praying that you've got that connected to some algorithm because your database c- could really bring out <laughs> yeah, could really bring out some astonishing um you know, research on how cancer can be treated nutritionally in a, in a whole new light that no one's ever seen before. So you definitely have a fan here. I'm definitely on your side of this because I get so sick and tired and I've talked to other physicians who believe in, in the natural way, they get so irritated with oncologists who literally say, eat whatever you want. Nutrition doesn't matter. And you just took a part of their arsenal out of their hands and, uh, you're not giving them a, you're not giving the cancer patient a fair fight here. And you are. And for all, for all my listeners out there, they can literally go to what Save Your Health and really tap into some of these things that you're telling us today?
1: hmm Yeah. So we, um, we actually have a direct-to-consumer, so a consumer site where patients can come on and we can help customize nutrition recommendations for them. Um, and then we also work with pharmaceutical companies and large employers to offer um, our solutions through the employee benefits of a large employer or through a specific pharmaceutical company's uh, website. So if somebody's on a specific type of drug, they could get nutrition support through the pharmaceutical company for free. Um, and, and everything is highly personalized, and it is algorithmic. We've actually built a really sophisticated technology solution called a deep learning system. That takes in that unique patient data, applies the evidence-based findings and the clinical best practices um, as built by a team of data scientists and oncology credentials, uh, dietitians, nurses, and doctors, and then provides that uh, advice and counsel to the patients in in a very highly personalized manner and dynamic manner as well. and And the goal is, as you might imagine, we really want to give patients back control. One of the interesting things that we've learned, and this will probably really resonate with your listeners, is that cancer patients have told us, 85% of cancer patients actually in surveys told us that they judge whether or not they're beating cancer or cancer's beating them by whether or not they can take care of themselves and get back in the kitchen and cook and do something proactive. And so what we really are doing here is empowering patients and their caregivers and families with tools. To give them, as you said, some it, tools in the arsenal, tools in the tool bag, to fight with everything in their power. And it's it's not only clinically relevant; it's incredibly psychologically relevant. The the ability when you're when you're diagnosed with cancer, everything in your world is spinning out of control, spinning out of control. You want to take back that control, and that's what Saver Health does. We give patients back control by giving them something that they can do. Proactively and that is manage their nutrition and that helps them win the fight.
0: I love that. It's not I curative, love that.
1: but it's supportive.
0: Oh of course, but let me ask you this. Do you have a couple of stories um on hand that uh you could share with us of people who have gone through some of the programs by Savior Health and uh come out victorious?
1: So, uh, yeah, I mean, we have a number of people. I'm thinking of a woman named Mary who had breast cancer, was with us for quite some time and, and made it through her treatments and, interestingly, stayed with us um, afterwards in the survivorship. And um, what many breast cancer patients don't know is that uh, your risk of recurrence of breast cancer is actually higher if you don't have a healthy weight, if you're of a higher BMI. And so it was really important to Mary after treatment. She had gone through some treatments that caused her to gain weight, in fact. Uh, It was very important to her to continue to maintain a healthy weight. And so we worked with Mary to do that. So that's, you know, that's one success story. Um, There's another success story. It has a sad ending. And this was a guy named Paul who was with us for two years. Um, He had a brain tumor. Um, He lived for two years, but ultimately ended up passing away. But I, I got the most wonderful note from his family saying, we truly believe that Paul lived longer because of the nutrition that you provided and the kind support of, um, of your dietitians who spoke with him every week. And we really think it made a difference. Um, and then we have another guy, Daniel, who has become like part of our family. And he's been with us for three years. And he really again attributes his success uh in treatment uh to in part to the nutritional support that we have been giving him and I love this story. I just I, I actually was able to meet him uh a year and a half ago and it was really wonderful. Um he sends us his lab results and he actually sends us his pictures of his labs, his dogs. <laughs> so we get two labs, pictures of dogs and actual clinical labs. And you know, we really feel like he's part of our family. And so that's been a great success story as well.
0: Well, let me ask you this. Uh, I'm going to pick, I know glioblastoma is probably one of the, the uh, it's, I, I put it at the top of the list, probably right next to pancreatic cancer. Have you had any type of success mm-hmm. or improved the longevity of those with pancreatic cancer?
1: So we have done a lot of, work with pancreatic cancer patients but i don't have research that kind of definitively says i, I have anecdotal um stories but um similar to, for me. to uh, mary and paul yeah i mean definitely anecdotally we we have improved their lives and helped them manage symptoms um for sure
0: well you know i am absolutely impressed and i want all of my listeners out there i know that uh we all dream of the world of a, a, a cure for cancer. I believe it's out there. Uh, sometimes I think the medical industry is standing in the way to that uh, for obvious reasons. But it's people like you, Susan, that are leading this charge, this movement, that nutrition is important. And I believe that there's millions of people out there that truly believe that nutrition is important in the areas of uh Fighting cancer, and, and I love the fact that uh, uh, Saver Health looks at the before, the during, and after treatment of cancer patients because all three phases are vital not only for the nutrition of the patient, but also providing them with the foods that improve their fight uh, to win the battle, and also those to, to help maintain their health after treatment is over. And definitely, you cover the whole gamut on this, and I think you're doing we, a good uh, job. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, it's, oh, thank you so much. It's, uh, you know, it truly is a passion of mine, and and really everybody that works at Savor, we really, you know, we we have this saying that cancer starves the body of nutrition, and and we use nutrition to fight back. And and everybody here is just focused on that mission, using nutrition to fight back. Right.
0: Uh, absolutely
1: We're very committed to that
0: well let me ask you this this question here do the insurance companies even pharmaceutical companies do they encourage nutritional programs in cancer patients in any way at the moment
1: um i wish i could say yes um i i will tell you that the um I think things are changing in the insurance company world and certainly in the pharmaceutical world. We've worked with Merck, Celgene and Pfizer and they all three of them are absolutely supporting nutrition um in in their patients and and promoting it. Um that's for sure. The insurance industry um less so.
0: Really?
1: I think it comes Mhm. It's just it's It's because it doesn't fall within what's trained in medical schools. Um, It it starts from the top and kind of goes down from there. It's just not really encouraged that much, um, and certainly as much as I think it should be. I mean, my belief, as you read in my bio, I mean, I think nutritional counseling and nutrition support should be offered to every single cancer patient, and I think it should be paid for um, by the insurance companies because... It's in their best interest. Malnourished patients have a 54% higher rate of readmission and a four to six day longer length of stay. They're driving up health, more. malnourished patients are driving up health care costs. So the insurance companies should actually care about it because what they're really caring, what, what they really care about is reducing the healthcare spend, that medical loss ratio. Yeah. And they can do that by getting cancer patients well nourished. So they should care about it.
0: Well, I, I completely agree. They should agree. care about it
1: also for the health of the patients, right? But, um, but if you just look at selfish bottom line, um, you know, there's a reason why it should matter. But if, but more importantly, it it should, it, it should be done because it will improve the health of the patient
0: and the yeah, quality
1: I, of life, right?
0: Uh, well, absolutely, and that's the most important thing. But at the same time, too, you know, with insurance companies, if they want to succeed and look at long term. Uh, or their business plan, I should say, they should look at helping to cut costs because in a way it makes them more profitable. And I hate to say it that way, but by providing better care, covering nutrition, or like you said, nutritional counseling for these cancer patients really helps the insurance company. But more importantly, it's going to help the patient to succeed in every area of treatment to fight that cancer and for them to overcome it and win that battle. And that's what, and that's really the ultimate goal here.
1: Absolutely. Well, absolutely. I mean, so, you know, yeah, one of the statistics, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no,
0: no, no. You go right ahead. I'm listening.
1: Okay. Well, so one of the one of the last statistics I thought I'd share with you was, um, or, or uh, research that I found was, in fact, and this comes back to everybody in the healthcare delivery system, when nutritional issues are addressed, cancer patients' nutritional issues are addressed, mortality and morbidity rates improve. I, mean, I, can, I can give you multiple citations that show mortality and morbidity rates improve when patients are well-nourished. It matters to everybody in the healthcare system, and we as a, as a, as a society... Need to make this available to support patients holistically, to have better outcomes clinically, um, but also to improve their lives, their quality of life.
0: I, I agree, Susan. And you know, I, just real quick here, I, I know what it's like to stand in a hospital room with a cancer patient—one that has a that had a very, very rare cancer nurses and doctors telling them to go home and basically just give up the fight and i was providing nutritional counseling for them and even though he had passed the wife told me that she knew that my nutritional suggestions to her to help her husband extended his life longer so they could spend time together even though the medical industry Just really just kind of gave up and just wanted to kick them out the door so they could fill that bed with somebody else And those are the stories I get Mm -hmm. sick and tired of hearing but the stories I love to hear are people like you who are Are bringing this fight to the forefront for the sake of every cancer patients for the sake of mankind and doing a wonderful job So where can all of my listeners learn more about what you are doing and how to contact save your health?
1: Sure. So um, our website is saverhealth.com, so that's easy, and we have a 800 number, 888-721-1041, and um, you will get an oncology credentialed registered dietitian on the phone. Everybody on my team is credentialed in oncology, so you get people who really know what's going on from a nutrition perspective as relates to cancer.
0: Well thank you so much Susan and ladies and gentlemen this is epi- this is actually part 1 of the importance of nutrition and cancer care so get ready because next week we're going to have part two, and also remember, everyone, to catch every episode of Life-Changing Wellness. Just hit subscribe on iTunes or on my show page at RadioMD.com slash Dr. Bond, and if I can ask you a favor, please take 30 seconds, rate the show on iTunes. I thank you for doing that for me as we want to bring you the best show possible. You can learn more about me at DrWardBond.com. Uh, And also, uh, you can check out the blogs, the videos, and also our television show, Think Natural, which airs nationwide. And again, I want to thank you for listening to this very important, life-changing wellness episode. I'm Dr. Ward Bond, and please have a blessed and peaceful day.